0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic
1: and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Shatterhand for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: Shatterhand was developed by Natsume and published in North America by Jellico in December of nineteen ninety-one, and then in Europe in November of ninety-two. Okay, a little bit of a wait. Now, it was released in Japan by Angel Software, Tokyo Shiri Soulbrain, and okay. uh, that was in October of nineteen ninety-one. All right. Now, uh, Soulbrain is a ninety-one entry in the Metal Heroes series of uh, Tokusatsu shows okay and for those who aren't familiar tokusatsu is like um the what is came to america as power rangers oh right right but over there they have many different um shows in that uh category i would you call it and uh we actually got the metal, one metal heroes uh show translated over here and it's what became the big bad beetleborgs
1: ah yes I- so,
0: <laughs> heavily re-edited with a added uh, goofy ghost i think was part of that yeah flabber yeah but the, the the way it works in Japan is like every year there's a whole new series, new costumes, whatever. So mm-hmm. you know, while this is in that same set of series, it has no direct connection to what became the Beetleborgs. Right, right. But it, you know, it's a really interesting um, history of those shows that goes all the way back to their Japanese Spider-Man TV show. Oh, really? That's the the That's genesis, still, the genesis of it all. It him and his uh, leopardon giant mech. Right, right. Was the first one. And then from that point on, they started the Super Sentai, which was the giant mech and the transforming vehicles teams.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had no idea that Spider-Man was the start. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer, too, because uh, Stan Lee, he saw that like those were cool shows that American kids would love and was trying to figure out a way to get them into America. Oh,
1: really? But couldn't swing it, huh?
0: Yeah, like that was going to be like the tit for tat for them having that Spider-Man show. Hmm. Now, uh, if you're interested in this at all, I would definitely check out on Pluto and some other channel. Uh, the Shout shout Factory has a Taku Shoutsu channel. Oh, wow. I love because they play a lot of the Super Sentai shows that became Power Rangers, a few that never were Power Rangers. But they're all in a Japanese, you know, the original cast and everything with a, a subtitle track. And they're they're always a little more fun than the American ones. They're less goofy in some ways. Still pretty goofy. Sure. Yeah. But uh because of that, I found my true love, which is the original Common Writer. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on there as well. And man, first two uh, series of that show are amazing. And
1: that was Masked Writer here, right?
0: One version of it, way down the line, yes. Okay, yeah. Isn't
1: there a Common Writer movie coming out?
0: It, it. I think it might already be out. Okay. Uh, the same uh, guy that did Shin Godzilla. Yeah, it's like Shin, Shin Kamen Rider. Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, if you haven't seen Shin Godzilla. That is also an amazing film.
1: I haven't. I've been meaning to check it out, but still eluded me.
0: Now, since this uh, video game Shatterhand was an entirely different game in Japan, as you can imagine, they changed a lot of the graphics in it.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: In the original game, you're like a police officer in like a robo police uniform. All right. Uh, And in this one, you're a cool late 80s, early 90s dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you are. Big guns and by guns i mean arms not actual guns
1: yes yes
0: and for the most part almost all the gameplay is the exact same the physics the interaction with the enemies that kind of stuff yeah yeah the one big change is that there is a carnival level in the japanese version and in america (laughs) it was turned into the submarine level a full reskin oh okay cool i think the platforms and stuff are all in the same place it's just the you know the sprites for everything has been changed
1: Mm, mm, right on
0: and then the only other thing i uh, can say about this game is that uh The term Shatterhand, if uh, you're not familiar, is the alias of Blowfield, the James Bond villain in the 1964 novel, You Only Live Twice. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Why does that have to do with? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if that influenced this at all, but I think for a certain level of nerd that would have been maybe translating this game, that could have been a reference they pulled out of somewhere. Sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, it fits. So I don't know. (laughs)
0: Well, Nick, what kind of game is Shatterhand? Shatterhand is a side-scrolling
1: action platformer.
0: Indeed, and in it, you can jump, correct? you darn tootin'. There's a lot of jumping in here. What about shooting?
1: Well, you can't really shoot. Your, your main attack
0: is punching with your robotic arms. That's right. Uh, you have super punches. And it sounds kind of lame, but it actually works pretty good. You have a decent range for that punch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You get if you hit like three punches fast enough, you'll kind of you do it like combo and you'll start doing a slower but stronger punch as well.
0: Yeah. Your third one is the big punch. Yeah. And the first two punches, if you tap, 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 you can get a lot of punches out pretty fast.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And um, we should mention that in addition to hurting enemies, your robotic armed punches are able to stop
0: bullets. Yeah. Almost all the projectiles in this game, which is very nice. Mm mm-hmm, Mm hmm. Now this game isn't just about jumping and punching. There are some cool power-ups to get to, but we'll get to those in just a moment. Now, when you are shatter handing around, you do have a, a health bar, mm-hmm. and that's uh, represented as an as that your L, the life, mm-hmm. little meter. Mm-hmm. And as you go around beating up foes, uh, they will drop sometimes health power-ups, mm-hmm. but also gold, gold coins. That's right, you do have
1: uh, some money in this game that you can spend at certain power-up uh kind of locations these little platforms where one will fill up your life mm-hmm. you know they they have their their cost Incre- in gold one is labeled
0: can't one increase like your punching power
1: yeah you can get one that will it'll kind of turn your vest a little red it doubles the power of your punches
0: nice yeah and it's a cool uh system because they're not like at the same point you know it's always going to be one every like so many screens or whatever it's kind of random throughout the level depending on which level you're in but when you find one That's your choice. Do you want to spend your hard-earned gold to Mm -hmm. top up the health? Or maybe you're doing good and you want to save it because, you know, down the line there could be a power-up.
1: That's right. And we should mention, too, there is a third kind of power-up you can buy, which is an extra life. Yes. Kind of handy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now, the real interesting aspect of Shatterhand is not your punching. And it's not even this uh, power-up system, which is pretty cool on its own. Yeah. It is what they call the satellite robots.
1: Yeah, satellite robots, which you activate by finding little white boxes throughout the levels. Mm -hmm. You will uncover. uh, This is where you'll find your gold and other things. But uh, one of the more common ones is you'll find little alpha or beta symbols. Which,
0: just not to spoil anything in our future segment, but I like that the manual calls them l's and b's
1: yeah they really don't think much of (laughs) americans ability to decipher (laughs) greek letters so yeah it's uh, a b and l written in script supposedly
0: (laughs) but what makes it interesting is that depending on the combo of three you get and not just the combo like the order in which you get them Mm -hmm. it changes which robot helper you receive satellite robot i'm sorry that's right yeah and the cool thing is is that you actually have some agency in this because as you punch it you can change which letter is there
1: yeah so you can you know if you know what you want satellite robot wise you can you know aim for that
0: which i did eventually yeah yeah same here and there are quite a few combinations eight i think um yes all right well let's let's talk about this but you know before we talk about them let's talk about the satellite robot itself sure it looks it's kind of like
1: a little it's like the top half of a robot person, you know, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> floating around
0: you a little bit uh, uh, in front of and above you.
1: Yeah, it's a it's kind of strange in that it does float, like you said, in, in front of and above you. But when you like start a weird move, ghost. Yeah. But when you start to move, it moves back behind you. Yes. Yes.
0: And this can be very frustrating and very frustrating in some places.
1: It's just it's really funny to see when you're, you know, if you're doing a kind of tap forward movement, it'll keep moving back and forth. It's kind of goofy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing about the robot is it actually has its own health.
1: Yeah, you can't see it, but, you know, it doesn't have a meter, but it will, you know, it can hurt enemies just by contacting them and vice versa. Eventually, it will start flashing orange when it is near the end, and it can be destroyed, which is no fun.
0: It's a big bummer. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the different forms it can take, because it does change uh, its appearance slightly, depending on mm-hmm. what what letters you get out of it. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's the basic LLL or Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. Yes. The Yobobot.
1: Yeah, Yobobot. As the manual says, it fires a large bouncing ball that retracts like a yo-yo. So it kind of comes like down... A- at an energy angle. fireball yeah yeah and it, yeah
0: it's, it's all right <laughs> Medium useful. that's what i would say yeah yeah you know i got it once or twice but i wasn't i wasn't like this, this one didn't win me over yeah me either uh, then you have llb or alpha alpha beta and that's, that's the right. laser bot that's right made by ll bean yes yeah
1: no and this fire is a an almost uh Gradius style laser beam that shoots out it's pretty strong it comes mm-hmm. at an angle heading down towards the ground and uh it's it's more useful than the yo-yo bot i'd say
0: i liked it because it's easy to aim but i didn't like it because it only hits that one place
1: yeah well there is if you hold down it will shift the angle of the fire for some of these slightly mm-hmm. but not a, a huge not enough amount. to matter no nah, no least
0: not on this one not particularly <laughs> Uh, then we have Alpha, Beta, Alpha, or LBL. That's Swordbot.
1: Swordbot, yeah. Your little robot torso gets a sword and swings it. And, you know, these fire whenever you punch. You press B. Mm-hmm. so
0: And you still get the action of your punch, so your punch still does the damage to anything running into you or in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Swordbot, it's just in an awkward place.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to hit things with, although it is very powerful.
0: It is, but again since it's hard to aim i felt like i really had to babysit my satellite robot a lot with the sword bot
1: yeah yeah
0: next up is lbb or alpha beta beta the ricobot or ricobot i guess is what it should be called
1: yeah yeah this shoots out these kind of the manual calls them balls that ricochet but they almost look like i mean i don't want to say ninja star but they're kind of a rotating they look almost like bladed a, yeah they're like a blade and
0: uh this is actually one of my favorite ones
1: oh yeah i can see because it you know you you get some decent range out of it
0: oh some crazy range you can kill things off screen with it
1: oh really okay a little bit and the problem is it's very weak yeah and you can only have what three of them on screen yeah but
0: if you line yourself up right you can bounce it into some very weird places which is extremely useful in later levels oh sure yeah i can see that it's just really really lame against bosses yeah <laughs> next up is bbb or beta 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 the grenade bot
1: yes and as a true beta i this was my go-to oh yeah throwing them grenades yes they they come down at an angle similar to the laser bot um, mm-hmm. and explode pretty pretty dependable i thought you know it was kind of one of the least weird <laughs> of these that uh i was able to use pretty effectively
0: it's very strong, and the explosions I got a nice little range on it.
1: Yeah, so you can clip some things through walls or platforms.
0: Definitely a solid choice. And then we have the Beta Beta Alpha or BBL, the Pyrobot.
1: Yeah, this is a weird one because it's shoots out a flamethrower, kind of Contra Three Alien Wars style, where it, you know it shoots out. It's made of. It's a chain of five or six little flame sprites, mm-hmm. but it's tough because. It shoots them out and you have to hold down the B button and for it to kind of extend out and then it kind of waves around.
0: Yeah. Well, if you want to shoot straight forward, you have to double tap it and hold the button.
1: Yeah. So it's weird. And holding down your attack button is not good because you cannot then punch to defend yourself. So this is a tricky one. Maybe a better player than I could get more use out of it.
0: I could not get my I cannot get a hang of this in any way, shape or form and and use it only once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave it a try, you know, like all of these in early on and I was like, I, I don't think this is for me.
0: Yeah. And then we have the final two, which are in some ways kind of repeats of the earlier ones, but the different flavor. Yeah. We have the BLB beta alpha beta, the yo-yo bot mark two.
1: Yeah. Which is a little, uh,
0: it's almost identical. To the first one, but it's like a bladed kind of energy instead of a fireball.
1: Yeah, and it, it like retracts. You know, it moves down at an angle. It kind of has a backswing to it too after yeah. it shoots, so you can get it. Although, but you know, we should say this is the yo-yo bot. The first one was the yobo bot.
0: I am sorry, yes, yobo <laughs> bot versus yo-yo bot. But again, it, it's a little too goofy.
1: Yeah, it's it's fast. I can say that. Like you can get a lot of them, you know. But I don't. I don't think it's that strong.
0: Yeah, and then the final one is the BLL, the Beta Alpha Alpha, the Yo-Bot. Bouncy robot,
1: yeah. This this is a weird one because you know it shoots uh, what they say is a bouncing ball, but really it just comes down at an angle and then starts heading up. Yes, vertically. So it's not the greatest against normal enemies, but there are quite a few. This is one that I kind of randomly played with a little more at, at first, and it's actually pretty useful in certain spots because there's a decent number of like ceiling-mounted enemies that or aerial enemies that it mm-hmm. can hit more easily. So. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about bosses, but this one is definitely one that I was like, this is, this has got a little something to it.
0: But the thing for me is you can also just as easily hit them with the Ricobot. Sure. Yeah. It just takes like one or two extra projectiles. And if you're far away, then it doesn't matter.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: So that's it for all of our satellite robots. And, you know, we downplayed the free lives a little earlier because of the fact that this game does have continues. That's right. I believe it's infinite continues. I think so, yeah. And the way this game is structured, you choose the level you want to go to. So when you continue, it takes you, you can re choose. You don't have to go back to the one you were at.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you get a little bit of that Mega Man stage select. However, I don't think that there's nothing about beating them in a certain order that affects the other level. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a, I guess, a courtesy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, and okay. One more thing about the robot buddies is that they can lift you. What? If you. If you press down and hold your jump button, the robot will hover over you and pick you up, and it'll start carrying you up vertically until it hits something where you can jump off of it.
0: I did not realize that. It's almost also, useless. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't imagine a place where I needed that to happen. Like, I never was like, how do I get up there?
1: No, there's, there's a couple spots I used it where it's like you can use it to get back up somewhere, at, you know, to go kind of backwards in a in a level, to get back up on a platform. Again, almost
0: useless. Yeah, I mean... I was never wanting for it, but it's cool to know that it's there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can it can help in certain situations because a, another kind of mobility thing is that quite a few stages will feature what look like chain link fences in the background. You can grab these by jumping on them and holding up, and it's very awkward.
0: Yes, especially when they ask you to make really precise jumps from them sometimes where you have to reposition yourself on the chain link fence.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because it's, it's tricky – to actually jump off of the fence like if you don't get it just right you'll just drop straight down and so i could see i mean maybe if you're in a situation with fences and no enemies that you're trying to dodge maybe use that robot to avoid this stupid fence stuff but i don't know you're gonna have to deal with it sooner or later
0: Well, Nick, this is a game released by not the largest of Japanese uh, companies, and published by one of the ones with a uh, a spotty history at best. <laughs> so, how do they do with the manual for this game?
1: This is an interesting manual. Um, maybe not as in an intended way, but um, <laughs> it's it's twenty three pages, uh, black and white, and it does it has screenshots, but no art,
0: unless you count the uh, fist header. On the top of each page.
1: I do which, like that little header with the stripes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's great. And the cover, I, I believe it's the cover art, at least I don't know about on the the cartridge itself, but it shows a early 90s dude with his very early 90s shades.
0: They're like the visor shades. Of- yes.
1: <laughs> and, uh, but he's kind of punching forth and his fist. You can see is ripping open and there is a metal exoskeleton, yeah, endoskeleton, I suppose.
0: Yeah, and and Exposed. he's punching so hard he's breaking the the shatter hand logo
1: yeah it's a vandal man
0: <laughs> now i did read the manual because there's some things you just it's just the easiest way to find out what the different
1: yeah which i mean okay so first off i want how robots a, there are yeah yeah we got to give a shout out because it does a you know it gives you a little display or you know mm-hmm Let's you know what all those are, but there are a couple of special things I really liked about this manual. First of all, the introduction. That well, even before that is the table of contents. Because oh yeah, there is one. There there is one, and included on it is the warning, the game tips, the Jalico Major Players Hotline, taking care of your Jalico game. Like, it, <laughs> why does this on the the table of contents? Where you are like, I just got to get right to that. <laughs> those Damn. tips. I, I don't have time to read the rest. <laughs> like,
0: right. Uh, but you do get uh, uh two well okay what's before that you you do get this uh the major players club for Jalico I wish I would have joined that
1: yeah I saw this too I um I really liked it because you know first you get their their number you can call you know to which is call a, the...
0: not a nine hundred number but not a toll free number in yeah. between long yeah. distance only
1: yeah so you know kids get your parent or guardian's permission to call but. Yeah, the Jalico Major Players Club, which is—it's a great little intro thing because it tells you here's what you get if you win. You can win free games. Find out about new games. Test new
0: games. But but Nick, what do you get if you don't join? Because <laughs> they point this out too.
1: Yeah, you get nothing if you don't join.
0: And in, in bold and underlined. Yeah, nothing.
1: yeah. <laughs> nobody wants that, but
0: it is great.
1: Yeah, so if anyone out there was a Jalico major player, uh, let us know. Did you get to test a game? I want to hear about this.
0: Did you at least get your uh like a membership card or anything? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. It seems fascinating.
1: It and it, it, it totally does. So
0: Well, I didn't join and I I, I got nothing or nothing. Yeah, yeah, we both got nothing to show for it, but <laughs> uh, but then you get two dense Pages of introduction and lore to the world of Shatterhand.
1: Which is awesome because it's basically a top secret military cybernetic project, you know. In, uh, in the year
0: 2030.
1: Yeah, coming up Has, soon. Hasn't happened yet. But we're getting there, you know. But within the scientists, uh, some evil ones kind of team up to dominate the world. Uh,
0: I like that they're called subversives.
1: They are. They're subversives. And I, I love that the leader of the group is General <laughs> Gus Grover.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the leader. He's created an army of cyborg soldiers.
1: Yes, who become known as the Metal Command.
0: Yeah. But luckily, we've we've developed the law and order regulatory division. Yeah. Or Lord.
1: Yeah. So the best way to fight science is with science. So they That's get right. another group of scientists to come <laughs> up with something to fight the cyborgs.
0: Yeah, and what they come, what do they come up with, Nick?
1: Well, uh, it's a very special <laughs> pair of hands, Eric. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is exactly how it's worded. <laughs> what comes What comes of this group's research and development is a very special pair of hands
1: it's it, It's great because which you know this is where you get your punching powers from, but what's hilarious is that I had always assumed before reading this that they were metal or cybernetic arms, but apparently it's just the hands
0: <laughs> like, yeah yeah,
1: uh, but they
0: are capable of shattering metal on impact.
1: That's right. And then, so here's where we meet our young and highly decorated police officer named Steve Herman.
0: From the Bronx?
1: From the Bronx, yes. Who, uh, in what I can only assume is a homage to RoboCop, is uh, cyborgs kind of lure him in and they he gets caught. But it's kind of confusingly worded, but they crush his hands and ribs and I, I maybe rip his arms off. I don't know, but. He I think bequ- they just crushed them. <laughs> yeah. So he gets approached in his hospital bed by a member of Lord.
0: Oh, you mean after they have amputated his mutilated hands?
1: Yeah. Yes. Points out. So they give him the strongest hands in the world. And he is now more motivated against the metal command than ever. And to protect his true identity, he is known only as Shatterhand. And his mission, crush the rebellion with his bare hands. So, it's, yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's, I, I, I was truly amazed by it.
1: Yeah, it was a great read. Um, So then you get, you know, your typical controls and yada, yada, yadas that we have already kind of went through. And uh, you do get a, a stage preview with uh, yep. s- the boss names,
0: which are great. We will get to those as we get to the bosses.
1: You're darn tooting. We will. That's It's good stuff. And, you know, you get your power ups again. Major players hotline.
0: And I love it. But for no reason, two pages for notes.
1: That's right. Two blank pages. No passwords here. And then at the end, there's a little Jellicoe ad that I thought was pretty interesting. It names a lot of different games, Mm -hmm. some of which I've played and used to totally rad. But what is Ryan Sandberg plays Bases Loaded 3?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a typo.
1: I would.
0: (laughs) There's no way. I mean, Bases Loaded 3 was a game they put out. So was Maniac Mansion, Metal Mech, The Last Ninja, Rampart. But yeah, Cyberball.
1: Some of these weird games where I'm like, what is maru's mission or battle unit zeoth
0: well maybe one day we'll find out and ryan sandberg plays <laughs> super bases loaded all right if
1: you ryan sandberg are you a listener if you are contact us we have some questions or do you know him come on
0: hit us up well the thing is a lot of people gotta know him because he was a baseball player and rookie of the year nicknamed rhino
1: okay that's a uh,
0: <laughs> played won- 16 leagues 16 years in the major league uh, baseballs for the phillies and the cubs Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, all right. I mean, I guess I can't act surprised that I don't know a baseball player's name. So Oh.
0: What's <laughs> actually more uh, this is a total tangent and I'm sorry for all of our hardcore Shatterhand fans. You've <laughs> you've seen the box for Ryan Sandberg plays super bases loaded. You just never realize that that's what the tiny font next to super bases loaded sets
1: ah uh, okay okay i see because if you look <laughs>
0: at you look at this cover you'll recognize it from walking down the aisle at toys r us or your local video store
1: yeah where i'm just like sports skip keep moving <laughs> yeah not for me but uh yeah so that's the manual it's uh i think it does its job all right and comes with a little extra goofiness that i enjoy from a good old school manual and
0: next week's game ryan sandberg pl- no i'm just kidding <laughs> Well, Nick, what was your personal history with a Shatterhand?
1: Well, this I had never played this game. I definitely, you know, I remember seeing it in Nintendo Power, thinking looks interesting. Um, just never crossed it. it was getting a little late in the NES time. I think I was just starting to, you know, all eyes on Super Nintendo at this point. But I always heard yeah. good stuff about it, uh, you know. Since then, so
0: yeah, my only um, knowledge of it is from that Nintendo Power. It was the uh, Star Trek twenty fifth anniversary cover one i think <laughs> oh, yeah so you know it, it gave you the maps showed you everything looks kind of cool but like you said it was later in the in the nes's run and i'd already switched over to the super nintendo yeah yeah i was more interested in the <laughs> f0 10 page article
1: oh baby yeah
0: So, Nick, what was your more recent experience with Shatterhand for the Nintendo Entertainment System?
1: Well, sir, I beat this game, and I cheated my
0: butt off, save state style. You Probably know, about
1: five or six sessions here, I would say.
0: Yeah, I also cheated. I did the rewind feature, as is my new fave. Uh, and the, the really, the thing is, is you only need it for a lot of jumps, I feel like. Yeah. That's really... Like we mentioned earlier, those weird, awkward jumps off the the fences is is the hardest part of this game, which we'll talk about more. But yeah, so I cheated a bit as well with that rewind feature, and I played it in, I think, only two sessions because it's pretty breezy. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I'd just like to start by saying that while you might think a game about punching enemies might not be as fun, the power of this punch never holds you back. That's it's right. actually It's actually your robot helper. Yes, yes. In fact, there are many times where I was like, I think I'd be better off just punching. Well, you kind
1: of are babysitting it in a way because you don't want yes. it to die. And it's it's constantly it's like, how do you how do you keep it going? You know, <laughs>
0: well, it's like the puzzle is, how do you maneuver through the level without it hitting enemies that are on other levels or coming in from the above? It's mm-hmm. and there's a certain point where, especially in the middle of the game, I was like, I just don't care. Like, I'm just going to run around and punch things because it's way easier.
1: Well, you know, Eric, um, one of the keys that I uh, think we totally forgot to talk about earlier is that if you collect, you have a robot. hmm. And then you collect-, oh, yeah, <laughs> you collect the same sequence of alpha beta characters again. Yes. Then it will consume them and you'll go into this invincibility robot mode where it, I guess, becomes a, a suit that yes. comes around you. You get this weird kind of fire attack you shoot when you punch. Uh, you are invincible for 15 seconds. However, taking damage will decrease the timer faster. So it's not true invincibility.
0: And the reason I forgot to mention it is because it's almost entirely useless.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, you can kind of tell where the layout of the levels where you're like, okay, if you play your cards right, there's six of these symbols in this level. So you can get it right before the boss and use them, use it to fight the boss was was my strategy sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was usually not that good to get it into the boss room.
1: That was part of my uh, ex- extensive cheating was to be like, all
0: right, <laughs> But also not necessary.
1: Probably not. Uh, because because uh, most
0: of the bosses, you can just punch a bunch and beat them by dodging like three attacks. The boss, the bosses
1: are, they're not bad because, you know, they don't have too crazy of patterns or anything, but they do seem to take a lot of hits, you know, like they take a while. Yeah,
0: but it depends on what you're hitting them with, too. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, your straight-up punches are the strongest thing you have, really. Yeah, pretty much. Speed. Uh, so it's like... I don't know. Uh, some of them are hard to get to, but, you know, I, I felt a lot of the bosses you could just trade punches with and, and just kill them before you died.
1: I mean, see, I, I had bad luck with that. I had to give up like, any time I would just try to hunker down and be like, I'll just punch him. It was like I, I would end up dying first. So I, I kind of played it more.
0: I, basically, I would be like, OK, I'll take a hit and then dodge one or two punch till I take a hit. Dodge one or two. Yeah and we get to specific bosses once they had really strange movement those are a lot harder to deal with
1: yeah i again i was mostly using that grenade bot from afar
0: or that was my other option was cower in the far corner and ricochet it a thousand times
1: yeah that's probably a good wish i would have tried that Ricobot more.
0: <laughs> now, as far as the game itself, uh, the fact that it was totally reskinned is kind of amazing because the graphics are still pretty good. I
1: really like the graphics for this game. It's, uh, it's, it's one of my... That kind of style, where it's not like I don't want to say realistic, but you get some, you know, some nice tight small sprites. Everything's pretty,
0: very Contra-esque, I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's 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 well defined, looks good.
0: Yeah, the enemies are all distinct; they are separate from the background. You know which enemy you're you're dealing with as soon as you see it, which is yeah. nice. And they're all you know somewhat interesting looking, even if they're a pseudo generic sci fi kind of creature or enemy.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's even something where it's like it kind of gets a pass or I kind of enjoy where it's like, yeah, this is just an enemy soldier. He's not going to be something super crazy. It's just a guy with a gun. So, you know, it makes sense, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Now I'll tell you what I think this game really shines in the graphics is the backgrounds. Agreed. They're awesome. These backgrounds are just amazing to look at. Like there's so much more going on here than I was expecting. And they do a really good job of, making each like of the different worlds feel unique, but also separating the enemies from the background. Like they're they're just so vibrant, you mm-hmm, know, that mm-hmm. everything pops against them.
1: It definitely avoids a mistake that other games have made where it's like your detailed backgrounds distract you from the action. But here it's they, they managed to pull it off. It, 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 it's a good looking game.
0: Yeah, they, they use a lot of like uh, one or two color palettes for the backgrounds,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: they, they managed to... Keep just far enough away from the enemy colors that you never have that problem.
1: Yeah. And you got some good animation, too. I like your your punches look good, especially your like slug, your heavy punch when it comes out. It looks cool. It does. Uh, Music for the game. Also pretty good. Yeah, it's nothing super awesome, but it comes close. There's a couple tracks where I'm like, this is almost like on a say a Mega Man or a, a Contra level of cool music, but none of it is bad or annoying at all.
0: Never. It's just like a really good serviceable kind of NES rock music because you know, where mm-hmm. I would label it. Yeah. Um. For me, the funniest thing is the weakest part of this game is the shatter hand system. I mean, it just it, it never works like I want it to. <laughs> the fact that you're babysitting the guy, it's hard to like, OK, I got to get the three pieces to make it come out. Then I'm babysitting it and it can lose it.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting idea that is intriguing. where you're like, ah, I can kind of. Find any one of these weapons in any level, which is kind of cool. But it's like, oops, I accidentally got this wrong one, and now I'm stuck with this weird robot that I hate. Uh, Or
0: for a long, or what's worse is when you get the wrong one in the first or second one, you're like, oh, well, now I just I still have to get two more to make a thing happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or and you know, like we said, when you expose them from the uh, from one of those little white boxes, you can toggle through them to get the one you want, but. The enemies aren't going to stop and wait for you. Sometimes, you know, you don't have time or you could get knocked into or it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that we didn't mention, too, as far as power ups go is just like many frustrating NES games. It's like sometimes the boxes have a hand grenade in there.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, how did we forget that? Because in the last level, most of the boxes have grenades. in them.
1: It's infuriating. There are there are a couple that are like always hand grenades and there are some that are always power-ups but sometimes there are some that it could be either so it's like you got to be ready and since you know spoilers you're, you're only punching you don't you can't open these boxes with your robot attacks so you got to get right up on there and you always have to be like punch it open get ready to get out because there's you know you can find coins but sometimes you'll find a little bag of coins that the more you punch it you get more coins mm-hmm. so you want to be right there and ready to start punching or dodge all the time it's it's i don't know it's perplexing
0: yeah, uh, the rewind feature makes that a lot easier. And I, But if you weren't using it, that could be very infuriating. Now, the the platforms where you spend your money, I think that's actually really cool. And it does it, I think, as best as it can do in this game.
1: I, I really like that. I wish there was more of them. I, I, I kind of I wish it, it's like you'll see one or two platforms per level. Maybe, you know, I'm like, come on, give me some more. I'm saving up this gold for what, you know?
0: Free lives. I mean, yeah, but I do really like the idea that you get to choose if you want to refill your health or not. Like that—that little tiny bit of agency versus, whoa, do I want more health or do I want more power? It's Mm -hmm. just a really cool dynamic, and it makes it like you're actually chasing the goal instead of just eh, points.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, the biggest downfall of this game is is the jumping. I, I had trouble with this jump because it really reminds me of. Like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES game, the jump where mm. it's it's hard to get the little hop whenever I really right. wanted it. And it also reminded me of other get like, you know, this isn't like, say, a Mega Man where or even a Castlevania where you can have like one foot hanging off the platform. You can creep up. Right. You're not doing that here. So you can't it's, it's much harder to just like kind of clip onto the edge of a platform and get on you you just won't make it so a lot of times I would say fall into a pit of fire and then it's like oh I'll just hop right out and it was like nope you're overshooting it or you are screwing it up Nick like it was I mean to their credit there's not a lot of pit deaths but
0: but where they are I I experienced (laughs) most of them I'll I'll agree
1: with that (laughs) so I, I did have a little trouble getting used to the jump in this game the platform and then i mean specifically anytime it's like oh you're on one of these fences there's enemies and you have to do a jump and there's like fire below you're like oh my gosh like
0: it's definitely too much
1: it's yeah it's 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 tough
0: and i i do really like the level select feature i think that's a, a really cool bonus and i think what's interesting about it is is that you know it's like you've got the five levels it is five right well,
1: it's – you start – you have your first level, oh, and then, then you can choose from four, right. and then the final level.
0: Well, those five levels, I do feel like they are not all the same difficulty. I think that yeah. the ones to the right are more difficult. So I do like that where I can do my favorite style of gameplay where I like – I'll save the easiest level for last, like a little design. Okay.
1: Yeah, or, you know, there is – I guess you can kind of – because you can't really carry a lot of your stuff from level to level, so. Just lives. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your punch power-up? I, I don't know. I it, It's not like, say, Mega Man, you know, where you're trying to find the optimal order. Here, it's just kind of personal preference, you know, which is nice. It's, it's fine.
0: Yeah. And then uh, one final note I wanted to make is that uh, we did mention how cool the guy looked as a sprite. We did forget to mention that he is wearing a red hoodie, a sleeveless red hoodie. That's right. So I think uh, as a red hoodie wearer myself, if I ever do end up getting some guns... There just might be a Shatterhand, uh, cosplay, (laughs) cosplay in my future. Hell yeah. All right, friends, here we are in the level by level portion of our show. And this game has, as we said, six levels technically, but you know, it'd be, uh, Sad if we didn't mention the opening cutscene of this game, oh sure, yeah, where uh shatterhand himself and in the the cutscene he's got like a weird like uh gambit style chin strappy headpiece thing yeah
1: it's it's kind of strange looking uh very nineties though I like it <laughs>
0: uh, a goon shoots at him and he blocks it with his shatterhand and then punches him in the face so hard, yeah. And then when you press start, you are in the first level. No choices here. That's right. You're in area A, the factory. Yes. And it's a good looking factory.
1: Yeah. Uh, looks a little bit more like an oil derrick or something, but.
0: True, true. You're, you start on the outside, which is nice. And I didn't uh, mention this either. Is You get a cool graphic of like, I don't know, sights moving around you showing like you starting out there.
1: Yeah. It's ready like- to go. Yeah, a yeah. little kind of reticule and stuff. And right away, there's some orange kind of troopers running at you. And, and I like because you can punch them and they go flying away. It's fun. It is. There is, uh, you know, you have lots of this orange and kind of black, I guess, background, you know, terrain metal. But there are some white destroyable walls that you just punch your way through.
0: And this first level is all just like the standard running, jumping goons.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. There's a couple of these. Uh, we'll see them many times in the future where it's a little kind of port hanging from the ceiling. and opens and drops out a couple enemy ships that will attack you. You can punch it. Punch it. Punch away.
0: And there's one turret, I think, uh, in the level. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, you know, you get introduced to the, the climbable fences here, but not in places where you will fall to your death, you know.
0: Yeah, it's just like a little learning experience that's for sure
1: there's some big tall robots here that are pretty slow they're kind of fun to beat up they don't they're not very tough
0: they're a little weird looking but i do like them
1: yeah and then you head down and there is i guess another kind of platform where it's you know that signifies the end of the level where it teleports you to the boss's room
0: yeah and for like i don't think they changed all the sprites there because as you're teleporting away for a few seconds you look like a robot man yeah <laughs> yeah and then when you uh, teleport there you're teleporting to the boss.
1: Yeah. And in this case, you're in a small kind of greenish square room. And he's he looks like he's got like a I don't know. Is that a bomber jacket or like a great coat? He's got a brown kind of, you know, he's got a, like a military hat looking kind of guy. Yeah. And who is he? Oh, let me. It's Balzire. Yes. Ballsire. Uh But he also has a gun. Yeah. He's a kind of reactive guy where it's like, you know, he will after you hit him, he will do something else. And you can, you know, you so you can kind of hit and run him.
0: Yeah, he'll either shoot across the room, or you can duck underneath it, or he will jump and try to hit you, and you just have to not be where he lands.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty
0: simple stuff. Indeed. And once you have defeated him, you get your area cleared, a score tells you how much gold you earned and what your life was at the end. And your added life becomes more to your score, which only matters at the very end of the game. And then you get a cool (laughs) graphic of, you know, you, Shatterhand, standing on this weird podium, and a yeah. wall of screens in front of you of all you, the places you can go. Yeah, yeah. yeah so
1: that's your, your level select kind of hub area.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you select the level, all of the screens change to that level, and then you teleport away. And I guess we'll just do this in what looks like the standard order. We'll go top left to area uh, B. Yeah. The refinery. Now, the refinery has uh, guys with shields and these little ground turrets that shoot out in three directions. Neither yeah, of those are the hard things you're dealing with
1: no there are some like i guess steam vents you have to avoid that you can fall into and, and you know we should say this is a you know slightly different oil themed level you know you can see some smokestacks in the background you, you know you start off outside and fight your way in and those little ground turrets are kind of tricky because you know they'll shoot out their spread of th- mm-hmm. what three or four bullets but their next shot it's like they kind of alternate between slightly different shot patterns
0: Yeah, and if you wait for the more vertical shots, that's when you can run in and just beat them up.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: But the real danger is this level is full of platforms that are conveyor belts.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll get there. There is a mini boss, too, that you will see for the first time here before we enter the building.
0: Oh, like the the guy that's like hulking up in his little suit of armor?
1: Yeah, he's like a guy with a little suit of armor. He looks like he has, you know, he's got like a beard, maybe a, a mohawk on top. Sure. He pops up from time to time, I know, as a grenade bot user you can frequently creep him onto the edge of the screen and then it's like perfectly spaced out to just kill him before he can move so do that Got it. but yeah once you get into it with the conveyor belts this is where you get a bit of the maneuverability problems or at least i did where okay it's not too bad you're going down fighting these tall robots there are some like fiery lava floors you got to watch out for
0: they're not one hit kills though thank goodness
1: no no but This is where you'll start running in against. Oh, now there's like fences you have to incorporate into your jumping while these
0: and lots of turrets on the ceiling and places that are very awkward, which now's when you're really going to start dealing with taking damage to your uh, satellite robot.
1: Yes. In some places,
0: it's just impossible to avoid it.
1: You just want to take it slow if possible. Um, You know, and again, this is I was doing everything I could to get my invincibility robot form right before the boss.
0: Yeah, no, I never did.
1: That was fun, man. You can just I don't know. It's like getting supersonic, you know, like I was like, I got to do it.
0: Yeah. And now the bosses here are really interesting.
1: Yeah, there's two of them. They're called the Pogo Borgs.
0: Mm -hmm. And they're these long legged kind of almost chicken chicken walker looking. Yeah. Robots. And they will jump around. I think they shoot something. But if you just run up and start punching one a whole bunch, you will knock it out of that first form really fast. Yeah. And then it turns into its second form, which is some sort of robo snake.
1: Yeah, it's like a a weird long drag or maybe a a dragon or a some kind of worm. But it has like the what the one vulnerable spot
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It just kind of moves around the room. Not the toughest.
0: No, it doesn't do a ton of damage to you is the key factor. So you can take a couple hits with it if you're not afraid to lose that shatter or the satellite robot.
1: Yes. Or, you know, again, if you have that power up for your punches, you know, that does transfer over to your, your robot buddy as well as when you make your invincibility form, you're even stronger. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can really just, like, blast these guys.
0: Well, once you've defeated this thing, you can move on. Most people move on to Area C, the submarine level.
1: Yeah, which I got to say, I'm glad this was not a carnival.
0: The carnival didn't look bad, but this is a pretty good-looking submarine. Now, I will say, now that I know that it is an, an afterthought... You can tell there is a lot of reused assets. They it's a very this is the weakest looking of the levels, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I mean, I wouldn't you say, like, given the how good all the backgrounds look, that a carnival you'd be like, this sticks out, you know? I don't know. Like it, it wouldn't look like it fit in this like dystopian cyberpunk future.
0: True, true. Now in this level, you're gonna be fighting a lot of goons that run at you, guys with guns. But the the big problem is these vents that are just spewing out deadly steam
1: yeah steam man robot hands you know they can't they can't fight against steam you can't punch that
0: no and they make a lot of jumps much more awkward than they need to be
1: yeah you have to to battle your way through that section but then you'll get to a uh, kind of a light green and purple cave-ish area
0: yeah it's like the bio section of the submarine plant or whatever
1: (laughs) yeah i guess but here you'll fight these little kind of weird pink flying alien fetuses Fetuses? yeah yeah
0: those are fetuses and then you've got the standard oh is this a tank in front of me what will happen will something jump out the answer is yes something quite hideous
1: yes a big pink kind of slime man i don't know they look like or maybe skinless being it's pretty gross yeah
0: now one thing we didn't mention which really stinks is those little fetus things will latch on to your robot satellite oh really oh yeah and just start draining it
1: Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't run into that. That's well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. I don't know how cool it is. But yeah, <laughs> yeah well, those, uh, those skinless alien creature guys. Nice and creepy. I love it.
1: Yeah, they, they look awesome.
0: You make your way through all of this level and then you are at the boss. And this boss is known as Cyborg Ape.
1: This, Cyborg Ape. Yes. Uh, I guess he <laughs> kind of looks apish. He does have a beast kind of quality to him.
0: And he is your standard, I jump from wall to wall and throw some projectiles down on the side.
1: Yeah, this was one where, you know, I would try to, when he would come in range, you know, there are some fences on the background you can use to kind of lure him into attack weird ways, but it's not always worth it, you know?
0: See, I, I stayed on those the entire time and just bounced around my ricochet balls.
1: Oh, not, yeah. See, I was using, again, grenades, so it was like I would get on the fence and... To lure him into a shot because then he'll like, you know, and then drop down, shoot him a couple times and then hop back up before because he'll do that charge across the floor.
0: Right. Well, Once you're done with area C, you move on. Oh, geez. Where could you go? Perhaps area D. (laughs) The most exciting of all levels, the filtration plant. Yeah, let's let's check out the water
1: situation here,
0: (laughs) which could be a very um, disgusting area. But luckily it is not. It's uh, in some sort of Arctic climate. Yeah, I guess they're filtering snow and
1: ice. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, well, it, you know, you start off, and, and I do like this kind of conceit in most of the levels where you start off outside for a screen or two. You see some trees and what may be large water towers in the background. We've got some, some running goons that appear to have winter gear on.
0: Yeah, it's a nice it, addition, a little white collar.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's little ice patches on the floor, which is interesting because when you punch something, it you kind of push back. So it's it's kind of tricksy there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of these uh, really tall robots. You're going to be fighting them, the slow ones.
1: Yeah, which they're not necessarily harder, but they just take longer now because you punch them and you slide back and then you got to, you know, you can't rapidly slug it out.
0: Right. So it is really nice once you get your satellite helper here in this area.
1: Yeah, there's some more of that little... <laughs> mini boss fellow in here that again i was able to solve every time i just you see him coming you creep creep him under the edge well and
0: the thing i like about him is he looks like he's in the wrong game because he his looks cool. like it's sprites way bigger and it looks like he's wearing medieval armor to me
1: he does yeah it isn't or he kind of reminds me of the sprite from street fighter 2010 or whatever like he's got this robots i don't know um but he is one of the few, you know, aside from the robots, I guess, and the bosses too. They're, they're larger than a normal human, but most of the enemies are, are your size and scale, which I right. like.
0: Now in the back part of the level, um, you're falling a lot with some spiked walls. And at the bottom of every place you fall is a fan trying to kill you even more. Yeah. Pushing you, to, you on the ice into these spikes.
1: So you got to hit those fans, take them out ASAP. Yeah. ASAP Rocky style.
0: I, I'm only tangentially aware of his existence due to the Super Bowl now.
1: I I just – I've seen the name. I, I couldn't pick him out of – I have no idea. he is a musician, right? He's
0: betrothed to Rihanna and the oh. father of her child. Okay. All right. Good for him. Yeah. That's then, been your wrap-up date. <laughs> two old white guys.
1: Yeah. Uh, but uh, so moving beyond uh, the spikes and the fans, you'll come to a large kind of open uh, and underwater level here.
0: Yeah, which is really cool because – you got a whole new enemy in here—the diver, bad guy. Yeah, and mines. Of course, if you're underwater, there's gonna be some mines you got to deal with. You know it. You know it. Um, your jump is altered under here, though.
1: Yeah, so it's in some ways a little more control. It acts like you think it should. You know. Yeah. So I
0: I found the underwater section to be pretty easy.
1: Agreed. Yeah. It's
0: it's pretty chill until you get to that boss. Yeah. Harp tune. Harp
1: tune. What? <laughs>
0: You know, good old harp tune, the deadly enemy everyone's afraid of.
1: Who looks cool? He's a you know large fellow. He's got like a rifle and maybe a jetpack. I don't know what that backpack thing is. Yeah, but he is in an underwater room. Yep, which means you have that huge jump still, which is nice, you know.
0: Yeah, um, he shoots down, flies around a little bit, and drops like a slow-moving mine at times. But I thought this was another pretty easy boss. You can avoid all of his movements. And his fire. and If you got that ricochet, you can just be firing all the time as you're dodging.
1: Gosh, yeah, man, I really gotta say that. I feel like I missed out not using that ricochet very much.
0: (laughs) It's it's a lot weaker, but if all you want to do is run, it's there for you.
1: Yeah, I man, I I just latched onto the grenade so early because I was like, this is simple, and I can aim it. You know, I'll I'll just stick with this.
0: (laughs) I understand. Well, if you do defeat the harp tune, bizarrely named, (laughs) uh, you can move on to Area E. The Anti-Gravity Research Center.
1: Yeah, fascinating. Uh, appear to be in a mountainous area. got a red kind of, I'm guessing, suns. You don't see
0: the sun, but red skies at yeah. night. Shattered white. I would have thought white. this would have been... Yeah, I would have thought this would have been the last level of the the number, but they're going clockwise here. Ah, yes. And you start out outside of this, you know, uh, mountain, and you work working way into the caves, where you'll be greeted with lots of falling rocks.
1: Yeah, which aren't that hard for you to dodge, but that darn robot, you know, when it especially.
0: (laughs) That's the biggest problem is the, they're all very well telegraphed. It's just that the timing to get through them with your robot is almost impossible at times.
1: Well, especially because you got that. Okay, I'm moving to the right. So it moves slightly behind me and above me. Right. And then when I stop because a rock's going to fall, he moves on front of me right into the path of the rock. So it became this weird, like, how do I lolly? You know what I mean? Like try to get him not to get crushed it was uh, easier said than done
0: and then once you're in the cave this is when uh your secret maneuver probably would have been the handiest because you were just moving straight up the shaft
1: oh yeah yeah so uh, right.
0: if you could have flown that'd be great if not you are scaling you're, you're jump scaling lots of awkward gaps with the uh, chain link fences
1: yeah it, which is is pretty yeah
0: but again, annoying. <laughs> that ricochet is your best friend here because it can bounce up to other platforms. Now, granted, you do have to spend a, a goofy amount of time figuring out like just where to be standing to get that ricochet to go where you want, but...
1: Oh, sure, yeah.
0: And then uh, after that becomes the most frustrating part of almost the entire game.
1: It's up there because this is the Anti-Gravity Research Center, so you know it's time for it to uh, flip us on the ceilings.
0: Yeah, and man... It is hard to get the hang of how this works.
1: Yeah, it's, it's you know, because at first, you, you, the first area will come in where you'll see these, you know, the floor or ceiling will be labeled with a little G and an arrow to let you know which way the gravity is going to pull you.
0: But it's not like it's random. It's not timed. It's all about how high you jump.
1: Yeah, you got to jump a certain way and then it'll pull you up.
0: And-, and we've already mentioned that the jump in this game is a little awkward, so... Those combined make for a not fun experience. Like I was never in full control of jumping from the ceiling to the floor, or when I was trying to stay on one side, I often accidentally went to the other side.
1: Yeah, because you can accidentally just jump off it if you get too, you know, if you jump too high, you know, it'll trigger you away. It's, uh, especially that, the timing on your 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 hop, your short jump is is tough to get. You know,
0: very much so. And then they're they introduce like the fire floors. And it just Mm -hmm. becomes real annoying. Uh, Then you have these like floating spiked balls that now start appearing slowly coming at you, chasing you down. They take so many hits. Yeah, these you
1: can creep them onto the edge of the screen. I was able to kill most of them with the grenades before they even engage. But
0: there were a few I think I just like ran from, though.
1: The ones when you're dealing with the anti-gravity, with all the fire and stuff, it's, it's tough to just get past. But then, you know, later... You'll get to an area where now it's got like gravities of, you know, you're going up and down from ceiling to floor to ceiling again, dodging fire and those things. And now there's enemies shooting at you at the same time. So it gets pretty hectic here in the final stretch of this level.
0: Yes, it does. But you make it through. Maybe you get that super suit. Maybe you don't, but you'll be at the boss fight either way.
1: Yes, right. And this is Gravitus or <laughs> Gravitus.
0: Gravitus is some sort of weird energy ghost. Yeah, I think I, it looks really cool.
1: I yes, it does. Yeah. And he like has like gets like a ring of bullets around him at one point. Yeah. Shooting. There are two little fire pits in the room as well.
0: Yes. And he floats around. He will shoot them off at you. It'll do a like a swooping attack where you have to jump over him. Mm-hmm. So watch out for those. He is weak to punches though.
1: Yeah, he this was of all of them one of the easier bosses, I thought, you know.
0: I agree. And if you defeat him, you can move on to Area F, the Ravaged City.
1: Yeah, now this is a pretty hardcore level. Yeah, because you start off, you know, I guess on an overpass or something. It's cracked, but there's a flaming city in the background.
0: Yeah, like skyscrapers and everything. It looks really cool. Uh, what's uh, not cool? Yeah. All the bombs being dropped on you.
1: They are dropping bombs now, and they suck.
0: Yeah, they are. As easy as the boulders were to dodge, these bombs are the opposite, because they are coming in at fast and a lot of different angles
1: yes it's it's so hard to get through here without taking a hit or hurt getting
0: you know if you got your robot uh, no no uh you do manage to break through that area and you get to a lower section of the underpass maybe where the trains are down to the subway yeah yeah but you're not alone because these well really cool like hover motorcycle bad guys come in
1: yeah yeah the little heli guys there. What a pain in the butt. They're one of my most hated enemies. They're they so hard to deal with. They they they
0: look awesome. Yes, they I, do. And the concept's cool. Like cause when we say hover, it's like where the tailpipes of a motorcycle are, that's where the little like blade tur- hover blades turbines are.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and they but they move at such weird angles and it's it's so hard to they always seem to know the perfect angle to approach to be like, this is going to be a pain to even shoot with grenades, let alone well, punching, you know.
0: And they can move through the bottom. They can move through any of the walls in the bottom of the screen. Yeah. which That's what makes it real, real obnoxious.
1: It's, it's super frustrating. Yes. But we get um, a flaming subway. You know, we keep moving. Eventually, we'll get to a point where there's, you know, some little fences. You got to jump and avoid fire while avoiding these helicopter guys and little – gunners you know
0: the second uh portion of the level is kind of more of the same at first but then you get to your classic elevator section
1: this part drove me nuts this is to my experience the the hardest part of the game uh well i gave up, up, up on elevator. having
0: my my guy for this part
1: you kind of have to because it's like you know you're going up this elevator shaft there are mm-hmm. gears coming down that will hurt you get in the way
0: and now these gears aren't falling they're just part of the background yeah and they are in a predictable pattern, but there's a lot of them.
1: Yes. So you're, you're constantly being shuffled. There are bombs falling from the ceiling. There there's are so helicopter bombs. guys. And on the elevator platform you're riding, there's a little robot that's shooting missiles out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point, they're like, you know what? That's not hard enough. How about we do that thing in games where you have to run and go fit in the little gap that's coming yeah. between all the areas?
1: Between fire and stuff, and and I man, I tell you, they whoever designed this was a brilliant bastard because there are several alpha beta symbols on here. Give up? They're placed at just the right like where it's like as soon as you get there, that damn yeah. robot on the floor. There's a missile right there where it's like I kept like I was like I just need one more power up to get my invincibility, and I, I had to pass like all of them until I yes. got to the top.
0: <laughs> like, Same, and then the top is one more final little little trick where there's like a double row of gears and the elevator goes up too high. So you have to hide in between and duck. Yeah. And then it comes back down. It's like, oh, what a nice little gitch at the last minute. Yes. I, I laughed so hard at that.
1: It's devious because I remember being like, it's time to get off. And I was like, no, wait,
0: someone yeah. tell the elevator I'm done. Uh, then right after that is your teleport to the boss. And do you know which boss this is?
1: Oh, I do, sir. This is Infernon. Infernon, the ninja yeah, he's just a ninja. I don't know why they make him sound like he's a fire bot. But
0: well, he because what happens is he will his sword emits a wave of flame. Oh yes, he'll, yes. He'll jump and punch the ground and send out another like rippling wave of flame from him.
1: But yeah. they're all very easy to jump over. Mm-hmm. He's not too bad. The tricky part is that you are kind of on an elevator.
0: Yes, with more of those gears. That's
1: more the hardest of the part. gears. So you gotta gotta watch out for those. But
0: I went full punch mode on that guy.
1: I after. After a lot of save states, I was able to get here with with the super suit and take him down. And it broke my heart because, for whatever reason, I thought this was the last level.
0: I was like, this was a tough last level. I'm glad this game is over. (laughs) It's the last level you get to select. It's like, nope. (laughs) You return to the stage select screen, and now there are five screens all featuring a giant missile.
1: That's right. The missile command.
0: Yes, you must go to missile command, where you use your trackball and <laughs> no the wrong missile command and i got to say that uh, th- this level right off the bat is not as exciting thematically as the others
1: no the you know graphically yeah it's just kind of like you got some bricks in the background you're you're going through a, like a building area you're fighting many enemies we've seen before
0: now the the now on the ceiling and floor in a lot of areas instead of fire is just like a laser yeah. tubing that hurts you <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you have to kind of avoid that. Work through. We'll see our little mini boss friend, but then we'll start encountering these rooms with kind of hexagonal backgrounds. Where
0: oh, you you forgot my favorite new enemy, which is that gun that shoots to the ceiling really fast.
1: Oh, sure, yeah,
0: it's just a pain in the butt. But yes, the hexagonal rooms. What's in there? Just friends, right? Friends and power ups. Right? Surprise surprise parties. No, it's it's kind of a boss
1: rush. At least they're broken up. By yes. several different rooms, but our our first encounter here will be with good old Balzire. Yep, he's back. He's pretty easy.
0: He is, and the nice part is, is in between they usually give you a place to re, regain some health. Yeah, and they give you a couple of the Greek letters.
1: Yeah, this is an this is where you really want to be. Like, I hope you have a lot of gold because you may need it.
0: Yes, and I did. Thank gosh. Uh, second up. <laughs> You're fighting the ninja again.
1: That's right, Infernon already.
0: Now, I feel like maybe these are a tiny bit weaker.
1: Yeah, I I could see that because I do, you know, like I kind of mentioned before, it's like this game's got a lot of some some healthy bosses, it seems.
0: Yeah, uh, but after Infernon is a super annoying gravity switching section. Oh, sure. I really disliked it a lot.
1: Yeah, they always suck. Well, and it's got one of these tight little... Kind of you, you, you're you heading up and then down and up. again. You kind of snake your way through these very narrow corridors and stuff. Not cool.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, after that, you fight the Electro Ghost.
1: Electro Ghost. Yeah, Gravitus. You take maybe, him down.
0: Maybe. Did you have like your super suit for that guy? That seems like that'd be really easy.
1: Uh No, I didn't, man. Um There are a lot of power ups. There's probably a way. But at a certain point where I, I got here, where I realized I'm like, OK, this is a boss rush scenario so i had two power-ups and i was just waiting to get the third one to get oh, you know the final I mean? boss yeah. yeah
0: now after the uh graviton toss gravit gravitus, you you're at the missile you start making your way up the missile and they're test firing all of its thrusters right on you and it's a pain in the butt to get past
1: yeah it, it looks cool too i really like this part of it where you're you know you're kind of scrolling upwards there are some fences to climb at points which sucks but
0: Yes, yes. For, for the most
1: part, the enemies are just cannons and those ports that spawn out little ships.
0: Correct. Uh, this is where there are a great many power ups to, to fill up on. If you can time it right, get into where the fire is. And you'll need to because you're about to meet the final boss of the game.
1: That's right. I'm assuming this is. It's Grover.
0: General Gus Grover himself. He's the monster at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And lo and behold, he has his own satellite robot. Yeah. And it seems like he's just consumed his second round of power ups because it becomes a suit of armor that gloms onto him.
1: Yeah, he's got a a kind of a pink kind of, I don't know, his suit looks pretty cool. You know, both of these suits kind of remind me of like Giver, you know? Do yeah. you remember that anime?
0: I, I also remember the live-action version of it starring Mark Hamill.
1: I never saw the live-action version.
0: You're missing out.
1: I, yeah, I clearly.
0: Well, Mark Hamill was not the Giver, but I'm pretty sure he was in it. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But
1: yeah. So this, this fella is finally down to the reckoning with Grover himself, which again, not too bad if you if you powered up your suit too. No, he was the Giver. Sorry. Oh, he was? Okay.
0: Yeah. Anyways.
1: But who was the Grover? Well... Gus Groove?
0: I don't know. Well, <laughs> but Grover himself, like you said, he looks cool. But as far as bosses go, he doesn't really have a whole lot going on.
1: No, not really. I, I do want to say before he merges up, his little robot satellite robot looks way cooler than yours. It's got like shoulder pads and kind of spiky. I don't know. looks neat.
0: It's got like a rhino horn or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he does like a energy blast in front of him of three balls that shoot out. Uh, the thing is, is once you start attacking him, he blocks and gets knocked back for a minute. Yeah. And I, th- I found it if I got the right timing, I could really knock him back a, a lot of times.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Again, he's he's not, not too bad.
0: Uh, he'll then do a big jump where he jumps and hits the ground hard enough to break part of it and cause fire there for a while. So you can't go back on that spot. But he's temporarily stunned when he does that. So more punches. Yeah. Pound away. Uh, eventually, his suit will break and then you can punch him one last time
1: yeah i love that when you like defeat him his suit falls off and you come over and give him one final slug in the gut like
0: Ugh. yeah he flies off the screen but oh no someone must have hit the self-destruct button because this place is falling apart
1: gotta get out of there
0: you do luckily your character just jumps up a thousand feet without your help yeah where was this
1: the rest right? of the game <laughs> like
0: does you get robot feet
1: at the last minute
0: then there's a massive explosion and people are cheering for you they Back love at it the base or whatever yeah <laughs> Uh, you get a shot of your gigantic swole arms. I mean, I guess they chose you because you have superhumanly large arms to support these metal hands.
1: Gun show,
0: man. He's rubbing it. He's, he's been feeling it. He's like, man, my guns are sore. Ooh. But it was worth it to stand in front of this burning building. Everything fades to black and white and you get a nice little The End. Yay. But that's not all. You get credits. Yeah. With all of the uh, bosses and then some of the bigger uh, bad guys. Yeah, a little classy display, I must say. Uh, very classy. You get your special thanks and then the little Jalico symbol at the end, and your final score. Put in your initials. Well, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review system that has five categories or four categories. Each category a possible score from zero (laughs) to five, starting with graphics and sound. I gave this game a 4.0. Me too. I think the music's really good. The sprites are great and the backgrounds take it to the next level. Absolutely. It's one of those, you know, kind of my favorite, one of my favorite styles of NES
1: graphical conceits, I guess. Uh, I could stand to see a few more enemies. I feel like they're a little repetitive, but I like the designs and there is a certain utilitarian
0: similar. I don't know. It's like, eh, you know, they're just guys. They don't need to be anything crazy. I agree. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah. Next up is play control. And I only gave it a 2.5 here. Me too, man. That jump, frustrated me the jump and the lack of control over that um satellite robot
1: i if it would just stay fixed in one spot it would make a huge difference at least for
0: me i agreed. like if it was always above you that would have been great yeah yeah next up is challenge factor
1: I was a little torn on this one. I, I wrote down a 3.5. I think I could go lower. I, I had a tough time on certain levels, like if there was too much climbing or platforming. You
0: know. No, I agree. I give it a 3.0. Um, I think the, the unlimited continues go a long way and the fact that you can buy lives. But there are just so many points where the jumps are just very hard and there's no way around it um, if you're trying to play this game without any sort of cheating.
1: You know, like we mentioned, you can power up your punches, but I think we forgot to mention that, that it only lasts until you get hit three times. Yeah. And if one of those is one of those damn grenades like that, mm, I really hate power downs in, in video games. So they, they hurt my feelings here.
0: Finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 3.0. I gave it a 3.5. Okay. Um. I just thought it was really fun. The theming was great. Um, everything to me was really top notch, except for the, the the conceit of that robot, that, that satellite <laughs> robot. Yeah. I feel like if you took that satellite robot out and maybe added like one more power up, this game would be even better. Yeah, if you could just get normal power ups, you know, like not having to be like, I got to
1: remember what code to <laughs> to to get You're in the order and hope. And it's like, I, I don't know. It, it, but it, it, it's you, almost there.
0: You did feel like you were traveling around the world and and you were like, you know, taking down this evil organization. I think all in all, it really, really achieved that goal. Yes, definitely. So then I ask, as I always do, Nick, should you play this game? I would say
1: so. It's, uh, I was a little disappointed because I had heard so much like people really calling this a big hidden gem and stuff. And it wasn't, Mm -hmm. wasn't quite what I wanted, but I, I had a good time,
0: um, Especially if you're in that camp of you like the side-scrolling kind of contra-esque, or what's the one with the boomerang? Power Blade. Power Blade. This game had a lot of Power Blade vibes, and to be honest, very with, much so. I think I like Power Blade a little more, but uh, I agree. But it's in that same family. Yes. If you like those games, then you definitely need to check this one out.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Next week's game will be Double Dragon for the NES. Yeah. Followed by Double Dragon for the Sega Master System. We're going back to back on these so you and I and Nick can figure out what is the difference and what is better about each game. Absolutely. And there are things I love about both of them. We'll get into it. Yeah. Find a copy of either of those games and play along, friends.
1: That's right. And if you are, Ryan Sandberg, are you still playing? I think he's coaching now. Is he? Oh, it, maybe he's a coach for uh, RBI or bases loaded
0: three super bases. Do you, I don't do know. You, do you coach people in playing? Because if so, reach out to us. We don't cover a lot of sports games because we don't know much about sports and are bad at them. We <laughs> could use the coaching.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a coach. Put us in, coach. We're or if you play. were a member of the
0: Jalico Super Team, what were they the, called? The Major Players Club. Okay. Let us know. know how that turned yeah. out for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd love to know if you got to test some games and where. Where can they let us know? Well, you can do it at, well, one place to start is gmail.com or Command at gmail.com even. Or just
0: email everyone at gmail. One of <laughs> they, We're one of them.
1: Go to computer.com and then just type in email.
0: <laughs> or you can get a hold of us on Facebook at Cartridge Command, on the Twitterverse at Cart Command, where... We very infrequently post things, but we always do uh, pay attention to messages we get and try to respond if we can. And we also love hearing from you guys about what games to cover in the future. Um, You yeah. know, that's a lot of times as we get into more more areas we're not familiar with. We rely on you all to help us out in that regard. But all, most of all, we got to thank the awesome, the wonderful, the fine folks at patreon.com slash cartridge command. Mm-hmm. It is their hard earned dollars that make this show possible. It is. You know, we're just a couple of working class guys. We do the show in our spare time and you make sure we don't have to pay for hosting fees, broken equipment, or any other goofalitudes like that. Yeah, goof-litude. Uh We try to keep this as goofalitudical free as possible. <laughs> but you know us, we're a couple of goofy guys and it seeps in from time to time. It's true. It's true. But we do want to say thank you so very much to all those that give. And if you don't, if you don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar helps us out. Yes, it does. So thank you all so very much for your contributions all of you all of you and as always cartridge commandos game on game game on
1: game on game game on are you frozen no Oh, sorry. I
0: I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was opening all the maps.
1: You you were so still. I was like, "Whoa, I've been practicing my ninja arts." Zen. <laughs> sorry, cat woke up trying to trying to lure her for just a few more moments of, of I saw. silence. <laughs> I saw.